All right, folks, how we doing? Welcome to another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. I am your host, Trey Mosley, and today uh, we're going to laugh a little bit. Uh, this young dude I got introduced to uh, a while ago, and I didn't know him, but I knew of his work. Um, very funny stuff. Um, you know, if if you're someone who, who loves good animation, good comedy, uh, if you're a sports guy or girl, um, then he has the one-stop shop to give you what you need. Um, the name of his company is Riot Comedy, because of course his stuff is a riot. <laughs> See what I did there. Um, without further ado, let me introduce you to my man, Trent Hudson. What's going wow. on, sir? Chilling, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to stop by. No, uh, the pleasure is all mine, and thank you for being uh, a part of the show. So, your <laughs> your animation style, uh, just the content itself is just crazy. There's literally something for everybody. Um, were you always a funny guy? Uh, how did how did oh live this is what happens when you're live people um give us how you started out going from where you were funny kid in school um what was the natural progression from from for this to happen for you for sure it, it's easy to pinpoint i am one of five boys right no girls oh, in the family wow. there's only seven okay. years from oldest to youngest are you I'm the youngest child. Yeah. Oh, and, the are, and, the, and the two youngest and the two youngest are twins child. too so welcome to whole, my whole, whole man, right, bunch of us, right so yeah you know growing up that many boys in the house and then our parents split when we were pretty young right i'm six the oldest is like 11 10 or 11 years old um yeah 11 mm -hmm. probably and um so me and my two younger brothers live with my mom. My two older brothers live with my dad. But it was always still a lot of, you know, competition when we saw each other on the weekends and always just making fun of each other so hard. That's what it was. So you had to have thick skin. You had to be able to laugh at anything. And a, a, a lot of a lot of what generally happens when me and my brothers are hanging out, if one person starts really getting ripped on by someone else, Everyone just jumps on them and starts making fun of them, too. Ain't no one coming to the rescue. Everyone's just going to keep dogging you and dogging you and dogging you. Um, so you have to be able to take that and be able to, you know, dish it back. So, you know, the, the progression was just having to develop the mental fortitude to be able to do that. And it's not easy as a kid. Like at first, you know, you just it's hard to get broken down like that. But then you just laugh at it and you'd be able to laugh at yourself, too, because everyone it happens to all of us it ain't like you know this is the same we picked on one brother all the time it was always you know round robin you know it's just what yeah Everybody whoever, whoever starts smoke. getting made fun of that's just is what it is um so no one really felt ostracized but it's always fun whenever you're dishing it out you know it's you and the rest of them you know dishing it out on one person that's always like hilarious every every time <laughs> it's a good time we'd be like laughing at each other till we're crying so you know, until, until you're, you're the guy that's like, damn, like, you know, you'd be saying things that's like <laughs> mean as hell, kind of, you know. <laughs> um, but funny, though, and, and always, you know, mostly from a place of love. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then. And so, then um, out go of, ahead. No, I'm just going to say out of the five boys, um, who got it the most? 
I don't know, man, maybe me, (laughs) (laughs) maybe me. Cause it was like, so even though it was me and my two younger brothers, you know, living with my mom, it was always them versus me, right? They're twins. Obviously it's going to be them on the same team. Oh, so it's, it's them versus me in the household. Um, and then whenever, you know, all five of us are together, you know, I don't know. I feel like maybe I just feel like it was me a lot of the time because I remember I feel like everyone would probably say that too. Like, nah, it was me getting made fun of the most of the time because it's always like those core memories of, you know, re- really getting it. But it's always, you know, um, still fun to, you know, be able to dish it out. So when we still do that to this day, it's not like that's that's faded or went anywhere, you know, still just crack jokes. And it just turned into, you know, we always said whenever we were kids growing up, like, like we should have a TV show. We should make shows like we're hilarious. And um then whenever, you know, like 10 years ago, we started making cartoons, it was literally just a phone call of like, yo, we should actually make a cartoon now. It's like, we've talked about it so many times and, you know, everyone was on board with it. So we just jumped in, made it happen, taught ourselves how to animate, spent like a year and a half just learning how to animate before we ever, you know, put out any content or even started, you know, was able to really promote anything. You know, you just like in the, in the shadows, just like plotting, you know, trying to, you know, how to get this content out and learning. And we had no idea how to write for comedy. We just knew how to be funny, but, um, you know, staying consistent and just doing more and more content and, you know, working with more and more people that can make you better over the years. Um, it's been a crazy journey, but yeah, that's how it started. Just making fun of each other and, you know, cracking jokes, just no, just, you know, just naturally being funny and everything else, you know, we had to figure out, but yeah. it was, it's been a ton of work. So, but luckily we, we were funny and everything else we knew we could figure out if we put our minds to it. So. I think that makes it more authentic too. Mm-hmm. If you already have the core and then to have that core group be your brothers as well. And you guys just go, Hey, you know what? We should literally let's take this shit on yeah. the road. And that's what you did. You just, took it a different route with with animation and you know and 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 putting your content uh out there so how is that dynamic being able to work with family on projects because oftentimes as creatives we do the work and we tell family about it and they're like oh that's nice you're doing that thing that you do okay great but now with you you don't really have to say hey i'm doing this thing because they're right there how is it working uh with the fellas it's the best thing in the world it's like you know we we have you know kind of referencing you know what i just mentioned about having such thick skin talking to each other and being able to talk about anything um take the jokes but also you know be able to be real with each other and no one has to feel like we got to tiptoe around each other. You know, in any business, it's a lot of give and take, no matter who you're working with. It's a lot of compromise. You're not going to agree on everything. Um, But I feel like, you know, growing up together, fighting each other over anything and everything, we got got all that out the way. (laughs) So now we're just civil. And there's no, and we we know how to talk to each other, but we, we also know how to, you know, push each other's buttons whenever we you know, feeling petty. <laughs> so you were telling me five dudes that are family, that are brothers, y'all never have a disagreement putting stuff out. It's like, hey, I want to do this thing. All right, let's no, do all it. The time. Somebody is oh, No, that's what I'm saying all the time. Is that, But whenever we disagree about it, you know, 
I, I feel like a lot of time when you're doing creative collaborations, people are afraid to say, that's a bad idea. We shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one's afraid to do that. So we're not afraid to, because we've already got all the, the fighting out of the way, the real fighting out of the way. So now we know how to just be like, you know, that's, that's not it. So that's real cool. and, and no one has to hold back. So uh, we actually, you know, tease each other and be like, if someone throws out a really bad idea, that's something we've been doing since the beginning is, you know, you got to go write that on the dumb idea board. You know, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be like working and have a big whiteboard in the room. And then, you know, someone says something ridiculous and be like, we'll go square off a corner, be like dumb idea, like put that on the dumb idea board, you know, just so, you know, we still, we still dish it out to each other, even in, even in the business world, it, it don't stop. How do you delegate the work between the, the five of you? Like, is there one, maybe two of you that do animation, two of you that do the writing, like, who does what? So, so right end. now, it, it started out all five of us, but now it's three of us. It's me, it's me and the younger brothers. And, you know, whenever we get things, you know, moving in a more, even more upward direction, we're going to steal our other brothers from what they do. But they got, like, good paying jobs and do their thing. But, you know, this has been a super long, yeah. hard grind. So, you know, when you got a family to feed, you know, it's not always, like, in the best move to just you know, live in Los Angeles and be broke and chase your dreams until you can, you know, figure it out, which is like, what well, we're, you know, oh. <laughs> um, so, you know, and, and then recently, you know, things started to go really well, but you know, whenever things are like super duper well, then yeah, we'll steal them from their, from their good jobs that they've settled into that. Like, yeah. You do this now. <laughs> um, but, but it was, it was always, you know, everyone collaborates on the writing and even with the three of us, we, we all do a, one portion of the animation. You know, we got like a, it's like an assembly line. Everyone does their own part and we can pump out episodes really fast, right? So we can all do a little bit of everything, but we can all specialize in one thing to, you know, streamline this process and, you know, get these episodes out really, mm-hmm. really quick. Um, you know, James Harden was in the news the other day, he said something, and we dropped an episode the same day. You know, he, you know, had a quote in the media at like 11 a.m. and we had an episode out at like 5 p.m. or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. So how do how did how did it come to where and I know it's not one hundred percent sports, but I know sports is a big part of what you guys mm-hmm. do. What what gave you the the impetus to to focus at least at that time, let's start kicking out stuff with sports mm-hmm. before you ventured into the other Yeah, so so before we were doing sports, we still kind of stayed relevant with what was going on in the news. Um, we can pump out, we can pump out content quick and stay relevant to what's trending and, you know, help it boost our views and do this and that. And we can, you know, we've gotten, we've perfected pumping out content really, really fast. And we're just big sports fans. You know, we were doing more, not necessarily political, but a lot of political and pop culture and just whatever's happening in the news, you know, make fun of that a lot of the time. But, you know, we're, we're, we've yeah. been diehard NBA fans our entire lives. So it was a way for us to you know, make cartoons that we were more interested in. Um, you yeah. know, it's it was like, it feels like work keeping up with pop culture sometimes whenever we're doing, you know, like what's even going yeah. on in the news right now? It's like, oh yeah, it's like right now it's like war. That's been going on forever. Like how long can you do war episodes of which, you know, probably don't even want to touch this one anyway, just cause. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like we, we gravitated towards the NBA. That's That's been our, our jam for, for the longest. So um, to be able to do that, make fun of the, in our opinion, the greatest sport in the world. Obviously, we're biased because that's our favorite. But um, yeah, the NBA. Do any of you guys play? Yeah, we all played basketball growing up. Now, none of us played at like a super high level, you know. 
we're, 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 be- we're better than your average Joe on the street for sure, but we're not, you know. I got you. I, you I got you. Hold, hold him on at, you know, 24 cool. hour fitness, but I ain't, you know. You, you, oh, okay. you, you put me on the court with some like real cats. I've played with like some real good hoopers and man, like, it's like, damn, I wish I was like, yeah, like, dude, dunk it on fools, you know? Yeah. Mm, that calf every, every, every now and again, you, you, you catch an open gym. There's just a couple dudes there, one or two dudes who just like throwing themselves oops off the backboard. Like when they catch a fast break, it's like, damn. Oh, they getting in like that. Okay, yeah, if I was yeah. like, ooh, if I was just like six inches taller and a freak athlete. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just missed, it. I just missed um, the clip. <laughs> you, you, were, you were right just there. Just missed the clip, man. So... Who came up with the name Riot Comedy? Where, where did that originate? You know, what's funny is my brother Justin came up with Riot Comedy, and he's he's one of the brothers who doesn't who doesn't do it anymore. But that, that was his idea. We, we were bouncing around ideas, and we, we were just sitting in the living room, you know, like, what's good? You know, I don't even remember the other ideas we threw out, but we threw out some really good ideas, and we're mm-hmm. like, well, this one's really good, and this and this. And, and then Justin goes, what about Riot? And we said, that's it, and forgot the rest, you know? You make sure he gets yeah. his cut. And th- this was uh, back in the day. This was whenever, we, like, shortly after, not long after we moved to California. Like, we packed up everything, and we were all living in this house in California, like, 20, 20 miles away from downtown. And, but, yeah, this was, you know, back in the back in the day whenever, you know, we was really, like, all just living together, roughing it. No one had no kids. No one, <laughs> you know, lived in their own home and. Yeah, Absolutely back in the day, life. back in the I day when it was just like just getting started. Yeah, like all, all of us living in the same crib. Now you said you all moved to California. Where are you originally oh, from? Tiny town, middle of nowhere in the Midwest. We grew up in um Wellsville, Missouri. Me and my younger brothers and my two older brothers grew up in Ladonia, Missouri. So like they're, they're like 15 minutes away from each other. Tiny towns, middle of nowhere in the rural areas, backwoods type of stuff, you know. Oh, that's a true Hollywood story. You know, you always see the movies where the the, the Midwest guy or girl gets on the bus. I'm going to go to L.A. and be that's, famous. That's, that's and what we did. That's exactly what you guys did. So what um, prompted you to venture out on your own and do this? Because you could have gone to Netflix. You could have gone to Amazon. Um, what made you say, you know what? Everyone's trying to go that route. We got our own thing and we're going to do it like this you know we really don't like putting our destiny in other people's hands it's too risky it's you know number one it's hard to sell a show no matter how good your show is you're still banking on one or two executives at this at network x you know trying to decide oh should we put this show on or not and it just comes down to you know do they think it'll hit and even if let's let's say your show gets picked up they pick up a ton of shows and only greenlight a couple of those couple that get greenlit, you know, those get greenlit for a pilot. How many of those pilots are getting produced into a show? And of those shows, yeah. how many are going to stay on TV and not get canceled? And then what? You're back to square one trying to sell TV shows. It's not bad if you are willing to do it. I just wasn't willing to do it because I don't like the idea of someone being able to, you know, pull the plug and control everything that I'm doing with my whole life and just like, turn my whole life upside down because you know my show gets canceled and then i'm like oh my god what do i do now <laughs> have you had uh let's say you did present it to one of the 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 streamers and they said hey this is pretty good and then you heard the terms and you were like uh nah we could 
Oh yeah, we, we, yeah, we'd have no problem doing that. that. That's never happened. Um, when we actually have relationships with a hand, most of the streamers, and basically, if you do comedy, we and we have good relationships, but it's like you're still trying to. And we've pitched them on a lot of shows, and that's a lot of what it was too. Is you know, we we still kind of do that on the side and have, and it's like then at the end of the day, it's like, do we really even want to put any energy towards that? Because you know. I feel like we've presented so many great shows and it's like, and then you watch other shows get picked up and get canceled. And it's like, yo, our shows are killing these shows over here. And like the shows that we're sitting on that we've presented to these fools, like we're going to drop them on Riot Comedy soon, a couple of them. And they're like top notch. They're, they're going to win a winner. Chicken dinner. And see, that's the thing I don't understand. Um, I have seen shows online uh, like, like what, what you guys are doing and folks that are on IG and TikTok, and I'm like, why is this stuff not on someone's streaming service? And then, you know, some of the stuff that is on that streaming service, you're like, they pick. Yeah, 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 for sure. For yeah. Sure. And, you know, it's it's not a blemish to those folks who got their shows picked up because I'm sure they work just as hard as anyone else that's trying to get mm-hmm. a show, you know, on Absolutely. a service, but it's just... It's like yeah. okay, what did what did what did the exec see in that that yeah. they didn't see in my stuff or your yeah. stuff? But yet here they are on the you know on the platform. But, it's just but yeah, you know, mostly it's about not letting someone else being able to be in control of that. You know, do you want to spend time running around trying to sell a show whenever you can just build an audience? And it, with like, I mean, both of them are going to be super duper hard and take a ton of ton of time mm-hmm. and effort. Um, so you might as well do the one that's guaranteed to pay off instead of the one that's a chance. That's how I looked at it. You know, if we stay consistent yeah. and give the audience what they want um, and make really funny cartoons that we like and that hopefully they like and um, our audience, you know, we, we got like the dopest fans in the world and they rock with us hard. So, you know, I, I feel like yeah. if, if you want to build an audience, that's that's guaranteed if you, if you, you know, stay consistent and listen to what they want and, Get, get it done. They, they'll rock with you and you can build it up like that and you don't have to go be in a situation where someone can take it from you, you know? Yeah. So talk about how, and being that, you know, you guys have been out there for a while, you built your fan base. Um, and going back to basketball, how do the athletes receive the stuff you guys are putting out? Like, how do they feel about it? I have never gotten word. And we're fairly tapped in because we know a handful of athletes and a handful of people that are in with athletes a lot more than we are. Um, I haven't heard anything negative about it. I I hear more so it's like they're aware and, but they don't want to be, I, I, this is what I think. I think they don't want to be seen like liking and commenting on our stuff because if, so here's the thing, unfortunately in the world that we live in today, if we do an episode that makes fun of LeBron, and Steph Curry likes it, someone's going to be like, oh, Steph Curry liked this thing. of, Or if or if they're teammates, if, if we make fun of Steph Curry and Draymond Green likes it, because just because it's funny, then the media is going to be like, oh, Draymond Green liked this post of Steph Curry getting made fun of. Is he done with Golden State? And it's like a whole thing, you know? So yeah. unfortunately, that's what it is. So I think that has something to do with it probably. But yeah, I mean, from from what I hear, I've I've heard there's a lot of people aware of it and a lot of family members of NBA players like follow our stuff and think it's hilarious. 
Well, that's good because I've always wondered. The, um, the legends do rock with it, know, though. K KG shows us love. Shaq shows us love. Um, a handful, okay. yeah. So um, these these dudes who aren't in the league anymore that you know can say and feel however and do whatever they want when no one can you know make a news story out of it or you know have their feelings hurt like you know they they rock with us. Shaq shares our stuff. KG commented likes us whenever we put him in the episodes we we make kg's character super funny so um but yeah we we get love from the old heads so it's it's a and that's like super cool too because to see dudes that you like grew up watching play basketball um yeah. like when you see Shaq share stuff like damn that's dope because like i watched this dude play ball like my whole childhood have you ever uh reached out to them and say hey instead of having one of you guys voice them just have them be themselves on the <laughs> it's show. It's funny because uh, Steven Jackson was on the show not long ago doing an episode with like John Morant after he got in trouble for his uh, incident. And so yeah. Steven Jackson was like giving him advice. It was him and Gilbert Arenas. And we re and, and so oh, we, we showed a preview that we were going to do the episode and Steven Jackson was like, because we worked with him before actually on um, the All the Smoke podcast. We did some animation for, for him and Matt Barnes on the Showtime thing. Okay. And um, yeah. So he saw that we were doing that, and he hit us up. He's like, "Yo, can I do my voice?" <laughs> and we're like, "Hell yeah, you can do your voice for sure." Hey, and then it's so like, up, "Yeah, sure, let's go ahead and reach out to Gilbert Arenas too." And he didn't hit us back. Um, yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, we don't we don't actually typically reach out to the athletes to to do their voices. We work on like a crazy schedule, um, and these dudes are super busy. So it's tough for us to be like, "Hey, we just wrote this script on this episode that has to be out in the morning." can you do this whenever like we just finished the script at like 4 or 5 p.m and we're dropping the episode the following morning so it's tough to be like you know hey you want to do this episode yeah, so but if you want to do your voice you got to have it done by like 9 p.m tonight so we can start the animation and stuff <laughs> right because the grand don't so start. here please do this but you only have four hours to get it back to us prefer preferably yeah. within the next two hours thanks <laughs> so so Stack yeah, like, we're, I'm we're, on the plane, bro. Yeah. I can't do this right now, man. I'm yeah, on the exactly, plane. Man. So these these yeah. dudes be busy. So it's a and that's why we keep everything in house because it's just too hard to work with um for, for these particular projects that we do. These projects are too hard to work with, you know, other voice mm -hmm. actors. Cause then it's like again, you know, you gotta I need this now. So how many people are down to be like, Yeah, let me run to a studio right this second, drop everything I'm doing, you know, so but it allows us to pump them out super duper fast. And like, like I said earlier, same day sometimes. Yeah, that's what's up. So what's the future for Riot Comedy? What do you see you guys as what's what's the next phase? Because you got you got your built in fan base. The the league is rocking with you. you you're pumping out massive amounts of content. Um, what's next? So we have a streaming service on our website where it starts at $2 a month and we're going to continue to build that. We have exclusive content on there. That's more raunchy. It's a lot of it's like stuff that's too bad for social media. Right. Um, and, 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 and <laughs> yes, it's just, it yeah. And, and it's just originals. Um, so, and we think we're, we're thinking we're going to start doing some short films pretty soon. Because the content on our website right now, it's all like uh, one to four minutes. Right. Um, yeah. And we're trying to figure out ways to give the fans like some awesome content that's longer without like exceeding what's within budget and destroying everything, <laughs> you know? Um, so 
that that's that's next. We're we're gonna start doing short films. That's that's the best way for us to probably probably do that. And we we got some good ones already written anyway. We, we're sitting on a ton of scripts and a ton of just like ideas left and right. So the ideas are in no shortage. It's all just like what's within budget and what can we what can we get in house done while still maintaining the flow of the constant free content for people. And you know mm-hmm. what can we afford to pay other people to do right now, and what can we? So it's like a lot of trying to you know, balance so many projects at once, honestly. So it's kind of like, can keep, keep doing what we're doing to keep the fans happy and then, you know, stack on top of that and build and, you know, keep delivering even more. I got you. Well, let's take a brief moment, a timeout, if you will, and take a clip. Uh, let's watch a clip, actually, of um, the folks at Riot Comedy doing what they do. Here we go. Be back at the old watering hole. I hate when these cowboys come in here. Hey, Toots, another beer. They're always hooting and hollering and destroying the place. Yeah! Michael, you want to see who can spit their tuna back in the furthest? You know it. <sighs> we got to do something. And look what they're doing to Christian. Hey, Toots, why don't you show this old man here a good time? I'm going to turn this 49er into a 69er. Yeehaw! The league belongs to Troll and Maxpot. If you ain't down with that, we got two ones for you. Suck it! Oh, shut up. I've had enough to hit here with this BS. We're here to take you out just like we did your teammate. What are you talking about, Hollywood Holiday? Uh-oh. Look out, Kelly. Boom! Oh, yeah. I'm gonna bust you open, Troll, and I'm gonna clean the blood up with your little pipsqueak maxi pad. I'd love to see you Boston cream pie take a strike. All right, you asked for this. Oh, yeah. Come on, Roger, these fines are getting out of control. What are you doing? We're just trying to keep the game clean and fun. You fine us for having fun. You guys can't be out there having too much fun. It upsets our old white viewers. This is bullcrap. You're just stealing our money. You took everything from DK. Spare some change, sir. Where's all this money even going? I can assure you it's going to a good cause. Who wants to hear Mr. Dollar Bill flashing? Big check cashing, Hyman smashing. Whoa, spit his newest song. Give it to him, Dollar. Not so fast, Dalla. I've got something to say to you. Jimmy the Butler, who do you think you are interrupting Dame Dalla's new song? I just got Lucille here warmed up. Oh, she's plenty warm. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Bam Bam Adebayo and I snuck into your locker. Took her for a ride. We rubbed her all over our balls and tits. I don't believe you. Lucille would never go with you. Why don't you smell her? Cracks me up, even though I made. I just be like sitting here laughing hard at my own shows whenever I go like a while without watching them. <laughs> so, uh, if you're new to riot comedy, uh, that's what it is. And I would definitely uh, turn your speakers down around your children. It is wild, um, especially the Draymond clips. He's a menace. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised he hasn't reached out to y'all. Like, you know what, man? Y'all just keep doing let me not doing the Ah, uh, well, well, well we ain't we ain't always nice to Draymond. Like we do like he's our, he's like one of our best characters and we've turned him into like such a over the top, like super hilarious like bully in the show. And he's super funny. <laughs> and he he's like probably my favorite character, but we also did an episode that it was like him and LeBron were like a fake date. And everything was like a metaphor. Like they were talking basketball, but everything was like a metaphor for being on a date and like coming and being together. But it's like like being on the Lakers, but like be together with me and like like drop Steph, leave him behind, you know. Um, 
so yeah, I don't know if he liked that episode or not. So. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard that he didn't. I'm not gonna say from who, but I say I heard that he didn't. Well, uh, but it was a fun, it was a funny sorry, episode Dre. though. But hey, I, I ain't even gonna front. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Draymond Green. That's why it's so funny. Like put him in the episodes and do him like this. Like we honestly, we make fun of LeBron the hardest, and LeBron's my favorite player. All of ours, like. I was just about to ask, like, who who do you who do you watch in the league right now? Yeah, like we, uh, we we watch all these dudes. I mean, we're general basketball fans. You know, being from Missouri, we didn't have a team growing up, so I root for, and this is how all my brothers are. We root for whoever has the best chance of like climbing the highest on the goat ladder, right? So you know, we rooted for Kobe for the longest time, and then once it's like, all right, Kobe's you know too old now. Then you know you root for LeBron. Then it's like, all right, LeBron's too old now. So like, who's next? Who's next to maybe like climb super high on the goat ladder you know no no so then with with that question who is next um because you got the honest you got um <clears throat> the guy in denver whose name is case Jokic. uh Jokic. you got luca i mean and now there's this this new young dude from france Wimby, um, Wimbanyama, man Wimby, yeah, Wimby that dude's gonna is, be a problem He's going to be a problem. But I don't know, man. I, I look at the league right now, and I don't know if anyone can do it as far as, like, be the GOAT. I don't even know if it's possible anymore because, like, Michael Jordan, he's, like, he's almost a myth. Like, he's like a real-life Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> See, you – that's my era. So, I I um, I um got into basketball at the midway point for Magic and nice. Bird. Uh, yeah. It was always Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, yeah. Celtics, Lakers, Celtics. Then mid eighties to nineties, it was Lakers, Pistons, Lakers, Pistons, yeah. and then it it started to shift. And when you know, growing up in Miami, we didn't have a basketball team mm-hmm. until eighty nine. So it was just the Dolphins, and that was yeah. it. <laughs> you just had to pick a team elsewhere. Yeah. I always liked the Lakers growing up. Um, my brother-in-law would enjoy hearing this. I, I closetly uh, in, used to love watching the Knicks play <laughs> until we got a team in Miami. Because you know when when Ewan got there and before him Bernard King, yeah. you know that's bad. That was basketball yeah, to yeah. me because the Lakers was Showtime and Magic. You know, doing with Byron Scott. And that was I'm like this is yeah. wow. Um, we got a team in Miami. I'm like okay. We only won 15 games. It's huh. tough. It's tough starting out. But, oh, young man named Wayne Wade showed up on our doorstep. And we had good playoff teams in between. For sure. You, you all had some solid squads, but never a squad that was, like, n- never a true contender that, like, this squad looks good enough to win a championship. Y'all had some, like, really good players and some really solid teams. But We had some good teams, yeah. man, with, with Zoe. Tim Hardaway. I mean, we we had squads Definitely. and we just could not get over mm-hmm. the hump. Uh, but then we got Shaq, and then we got Shaq and Wade. I'm like, mm, yeah. here oh, we yeah. go. And then it took off. And then once, you know, Wade, Braun, and, and Bosch, the big mm-hmm. three, I, I, you know, they shouldn't have broke that up. But I agree, man. That's not hey, hey you know, LeBron's they, a better man than me. Ain't no way I'm going back to Cleveland. Not know how. Not know how. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm hey, I promise you right you. now, I'm staying in Miami with Pat Riley. Ten, t- 10 times out of 10. 
10 times out of 10. Yeah, for real. And I ain't playing then, for him. Nah, not, not after the way him and Dan Miller broke then up. Wade then Wade left too. Yeah. You know, Wade left and I'm like, something in the fish ain't, ain't, it ain't smelling good. Why is Dwayne Wade leaving? He came back, yes, but I feel like his Chicago years and that, you know, cup of coffee and yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, that cup like, of coffee in Cleveland. This, this hey, I ain't going to front though. It was this sweet ain't. watching Dwayne Wade play with, play with LeBron again for, even if it was just for a moment. It was nice. It was nice. But they, if they would have stayed home. But no, I'm good. But uh, I'm over it. You got um, to think so, Pat Riley's uh, been. I, I, know, I know at the end of it in 2014, the Heat were trashed by then. Like, especially if Dwayne Wade's hobbling around with like half good knees and your bench is like gutted and your starting point guard is Mario Chalmers and like who else? Man. Like, what was that Joel dude? The center. Oh, yeah. He, you know. Man. But even an eighty percent Dwayne Wade was better. Oh than yeah, absolutely, most absolutely. The, most most of the tools out there were not for sure. For still sure, couldn't, couldn't but, get in his job. You know what I'm saying? But you know, no, he was eighty percent, but his knees were fifty, and it's like so when you when you're trying to play basketball on fifty percent knees, you know, the rest he was good. You know, you still you still Dwayne Wade, dog. You still bad to the bone, but but you know what's cool about? But, but I would have trusted Pat Riley to put a championship team around me eventually again. Something. something. I've seen so I've seen three of my favorite guards at the beginning all the way to the end of their careers, and they modified themselves mm-hmm. though. Because Jordan got to a point when he was with the Wizards, you know, every now and then he'll get up there and show you I'm still Jordan. Cause I remember a play where he ran a dude down and, and pinned the ball to the backboard. Yeah. We like, that old man can yeah. still get up. And even though Wade couldn't, <laughs> you know, yeah, Wade couldn't throw it down every game, that mid-range was still Silky. hidden. I mean, just like he had a yo-yo on, on mm-hmm. the string, you know what I mean? And and Vince Carter. Vince that Carter, so you seen like every so other good. year he's like, I'm going to retire. And then he go to this team. Yeah, I think it's time. Then he go to this team, and they like, man, that old man came. Yeah. What were you saying, but, hey, Young so, Vince Carter, though, man. Ooh, that that dude was – that that was like so for my generation. I was I was born in 1990, right? So when Vince Carter is like really tearing up the 2000s, it's like him and Kobe, him yeah. and Kobe and T Mac. Like those are those T Mac. Those, those were the dudes, and it was like th- those were the dudes, and everyone wanted T Mac's shoes and Iverson's shoes. Like those were the only ones that mattered. Like no one ever cared about Kobe's shoes until he like got at least five rings, and honestly, not even probably till he was like close to retirement. Like once he became like this super duper legend like people like all right and i i like kobe shoes but man i wish they fit my feet because i've never (laughs) just you know every shoe is a little different so they don't they don't do it for me but yeah i like where they look but yeah but yeah like growing up it was it was t-max and the iversons man that that was the goods right there yeah um t-mac penny hardaway it's a lot of dudes that injuries man really a lot of a lot of shorten what would have yeah, a lot of what ifs. Uh, so before we wrap up, uh, we have a segment in the show uh, where we ask you, our guest, um, when you are not animating and beating up your brothers and, and cracking jokes, um, what does Trent do to take time out for himself? You know, I like to hit the comedy club. I like to, I honestly work so much. So I'm trying to even think of like, what do I do when I'm not working? Like I hang out with my lady. We go do stuff. We're going to go to the Getty Villa uh, here in a little while today, actually. Um, 
But yeah, so I like to, you know, comedy clubs, nice restaurants, dive bars. I, I, I stay fairly low key for real. I don't, I don't like to be out and making, making too much noise. I like to build, build what I'm building, network, have fun. I, I like mm-hmm. to party, but I don't, I'm not a, you know, I'm young, but I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not go out and <laughs> yeah. drink and party young. <laughs> I got you. Um, I got you. Oh, yeah. Do you and your brothers hang out as, as much? Um, I wish me and all my brothers hung out all the time, but three of them live in Missouri and me and one of my brothers. So two of us are here in California and the one that's here in California. I see him all the time. He lives down the street, which is amazing. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah. But then in Missouri, you know, the rest of my brothers are there and two of them live like a mile and a half away from each other. And then the other one's a couple hours away. But so yeah, we, you know, if we can keep, keep close. Yeah. We're trying to figure out ways to. Sounds like a reunion is in order, man. I've been, I've been thinking about booking a flight home soon, but um, yeah, that's, you know, I I hang with the fam and I hang with my lady and I like to, you know, comedy clubs and cafes during the daytime. I'll get some work done or maybe just chill and relax and take a break from everything else. Um, But yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll find me in the low key spots. Cigar bar, cigar lounge every now and again, and oh, you know, I I uh I keep a stick yeah. with me wherever. Yeah, I, I I like to enjoy a cigar every now and again. I got you there. So tell the folks how they can find you and 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 uh get a chance to to sample some of this riot yeah, comedy it, and give it, whatever your some... social media platform is. We're riot, uh, at riot comedy everywhere you're gonna look. Um, you can find us at riotcomedy.com. If you want like the super raunchy stuff riotcomedy.com if you want to get a good taste and if you want like all the really good sports content we do that's going to be everywhere so whatever your preferred platform is you can find us there and um that that's yeah riot comedy you know what it is all right trent hudson thank you so much man for taking time out with us today on the tto i'm not gonna do the acronym thing but i appreciate you getting on board with us today man and, and thanks for taking time out And uh, we want to thank you all for watching and we'll see y'all next time. And we out of here. Thanks for listening to the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast, part of the Titan Media Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. To see the video version of this, you can find us on YouTube on the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley YouTube page. Thanks for listening or thanks for watching. Either way, we'll see you next time.